two G's. We back at it. We back at it again. Doobie, what's up, my nigga? Let's go. I think it is. I'm so high. I'm sitting in the stars, thinking God gon' reach for me. My homie passed recently. It's been a year, but I'm still shedding tears in my dream. He's still speaking to me. Niggas in the hood trying to get us something to eat with. We trumped on paper at all of the Puerto Ricans. My niggas praying like deacons. Pies, they trying to hide them. The cops, they trying to find them. He's not trying to hit them sideways. He took us to a couple of them islands. The government might need Obama to try to find them. Spend large money to try to frame us But we ain't trying to be the defendants or the plaintiffs Yeah, no need to pop the trunk Cause it's on me, nigga I pop a pussy, run up on me, nigga Shoot with the talk, yeah But I'm quick with the draw I don't really like this beef shit Cause I'm trying to be shit That Mac out squeeze And leave you by them leaves Hold your cheese and give it to my seeds That playground money, damn but these ain't playgrounds, dummy. Ain't no play found round me. Don't want no smoke. Get from around me. Capiche? Or I'll leave you in the front seats. Fuck with me. It is death, you me. Always been about my paper, so I keep it like Khalifa. Keep a bad bitch, Monifa. Killing these niggas like Ethan. Now come get it. You ain't the only one running with it. Keep it tucked. Now keep it up and lose your luck, nigga. Keep one for every tough nigga. Scared to knuckle up. And that one eye open for the nigga waiting for this slip up. Won't catch this hiccup. Pardon me, nigga. It's just the heart of me, nigga It's the you, the heart of me, nigga Who gon' put fear in it? None of you niggas Back on my bullshit Pop you with my Scotties on I'm strapped right now Don't need to call my man So watch what come out your mouth You might not make it out Doobie What up, what up, what up, what up? Y'all know what it is. It's Sunday. It's the Close Your Ears podcast. Uh, y'all know I'll be going through these identity crises. I don't know who I am this weekend. I guess I'll be Cousin Rick this weekend. But it's Close Your Ears. It's your boy, Cousin Rick. I got the Aboriginal with me. Yo, yo, everybody done. And I got a special guest today. She's calling in from Lancaster. She goes by the name of Brittany. You want to know your, your your last name? Can they know your government? What you you sell drugs on the side? What you do? <laughs> no, they can know my government. I got Brittany Lupton on the phone calling in from Lancaster. Say what up to him, Brett. Hey y'all, what's up? And that's what we got cracking this weekend. I guess we're going to start off with the... First, I'm going to start off just by saying, in case anyone's a little confused what we be doing over here, you know, this is a platform not just for business entrepreneurs and all that type of thing. On the flip side, Brittany does has her own business and all that, but we also, as you've seen on last episode, we like to give everybody a, a, a... a, a chance to speak their mind, be a part of the show, talk about whatever's on their heart, you know what I mean? So, I reached out to Brittany, 
I said, I said, I'll be seeing sis doing her little workout things and all that. So let me, let me, let me pick her brain. And you know what I mean? We've been friends on Facebook for a minute. And she seemed cool down to earth. She seemed like cool people. Yeah, I know. I don't want to just talk to anybody. I'm a little, I practice segregation. You know what I mean? Aboriginal Italia. We practice segregation over here. <laughs> Some people I'm, keep their shit elsewhere. I'm just a little bit prejudiced. That's all. <laughs> I ain't racist. I'm just a little bit prejudiced. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we got going on this week. We gonna start off though this week. I might have to revoke Britney's black card already. She told me she didn't see coming to America too, cause she is watching Coach Carter. <laughs> but Aboriginal, what you thought about it? I know Aboriginal seen it. Oh, uh, you know, like you said, coming to America was a classic, man. So it was always, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, one of my uh, favorites. Like coming up as a child and to see him bring it back after like how they did so long. A lot of people think like you could uh get like another classic out of a classic sometimes. You know what I mean? Which I would still say for this generation, it probably like in my view of, of movies that's out, even with storylines and things like that, I would still say it's another classic. Like my I, like on that. Funny thing, comedy wise, people think it may have been a little bit more funnier in the first one. But Eddie Murphy comedy is Eddie Murphy comedy because if you like it, you like it. You feel what I'm saying? You're right about that. The where if you if but, you like Eddie Murphy style, because it's even like Norbit and things like that. The where if you like Norbit, you gonna like coming to America, cause you feel me? If you a Eddie Murphy fan, you a Eddie Murphy fan, cause. But I, I like because I got kind of got a little mixed feelings about. I'm gonna tell you the thing that I really really liked about the movie though, even with bringing back the old characters and things like that though, because they showed that Africanism up in it, cause where they showed that blackness, man. You they know definitely me? showed that, like, cause cause once they got to Africa, everybody was straight in that African gear. It wasn't no. It was shit. black after that. The real was sheiky. Yeah. Was <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yes. Even with Wesley and them's click. <laughs> Wesley and them's click is crazy. Like, see, I, w- I was skeptical from the rep. I ain't want them to touch coming to it. Number one, it took too long. However, the way they played the plot, it all it all it fitted. It, it worked. It yeah. worked and everything. Cause they even came back old with like the old heads of the barbershop. Yeah. They were the old heads of barbershop still came back on they shit. You know what I mean? With they little funnies and shit. This is why I say like if you like Eddie Murphy comedy because you like Eddie Murphy comedy. I mean the shit was funny as fuck to me. I was high as shit laughing at that shit. See, and again, this is what I say. I don't know. See, with them Eddie comedies, you know, sometimes you might have to watch them a couple times to catch all the parts and shit. Because some shit will definitely go over your head and shit. But it was never supposed to, it, I knew it was never going to touch the first one. I knew, Shit, I knew it wasn't, it, to me, it, 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 nah. What's so much funnier than the first one that ain't funny with the second one? The first one, cause I can put that on right now in certain parts, I'm going to be in tears. I'm gonna do that shit with that shit, cause nah, you know what I mean, motherfucking times me. I was in tears off of that shit, cause. It hit me like that. Like I say, maybe I gotta watch it again, you know what I mean, a couple times, as I usually do with, with movies. I like, I, you know, I, I watch it. I watch, I'm the type, I already seen it twice. I'm already watching it from the tip that Eddie is a dickhead, cause. And if I'm talking about from watching it with just that comic view of that, cause I'm laughing through that whole motherfucking Brittany, did you junk. see the first one? Yeah. Of course I saw it. 
I was gonna say it's okay. I was just about to say it's okay to lie now. What's your funniest part in the first one, Brittany? Or your favorite part of the movie? Because it's, it's been a while since I've seen it. Probably when he is, um, when she likes him and he starts yelling and he's like, she likes me or something. And one of the neighbors like, shut the F up. Are you talking about to be loved? Oh, when he's singing yeah, to, yeah, be loved. Yeah. to be loved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like, shut the, he's like, yes, fuck you too. <laughs> See, my, I, I like that part. That's but that ain't one of my funniest parts. I say my funniest part cause always from that first one, cause is the motherfucking sexual chocolate, cause uh, yeah. sexual chocolate's the funniest shit ever, right. cause Randy Watson. Randy Watson. Yeah. Like going to Joe the policeman from the That's My Mama episode yeah. on what's going down. <laughs> No, and he brought Randy Wasser back because that was the funniest shit ever. I'd be like the little stupid shit, like the part when 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 Cleo found out Cuz was a, a prince. And yeah. Shit. And he kicked to Daryl, man. I told you, greasy ass, and she don't want you. No yeah. Yeah, she do be the funniest. Like. Yeah. Hell yeah. This is where it'd be the, like the little funny shit in between this shit sometimes. See, see that's, like, what, that's why I gotta go and then yeah, catch the little funny parts. That's like, like that. how the witch doctor just kept spitting you know, in our city, yo, yeah. where That shit was funny as shit. They just like say, like knowing how if you break Afro tradition to how they gonna treat you. That's some funny ass shit. Just knowing how Eddie making fun of their motherfucking customs like that to where all pussy you broke tradition. Bitch, I'm spitting on you, pussy. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, but that's some funny ass shit. Just on some comedy shit. But this is why I said, this is why I love the movie. Don't start like when they really take it back to Africa, cause that shit's lovely. Cause just seeing that shit, I love that shit. Brittany, he's trying to sell me on this shit. I kind of planned on shitting on it. He's trying to make it very extremely oh. shit on it. You I, know what? I've seen the reactions on my Facebook, and it was fifty fifty. Even in my family group text. It's mm-hmm. it's 50-50. I feel like the people who appreciated it and liked it are like from the like 35-up club. Right. And the people who saying it's trash is from the younger crowd who probably never even seen coming to America until they were, until it was like 10 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, like they didn't grow up with it. Like, I'll be honest, coming to America, like if someone was like, Brittany... Name some classics. Coming to America isn't something I'm going to say. I was born in 89. Like, to me, that's that's not a classic Eddie Eddie Murphy movie that I grew up on. Hey, hold on. I'm going to have to call you back. My phone died. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, though. If you're saying that, what's your your top five Eddie Murphy movies? No, no, no. Just just Eddie Murphy's. She said that that ain't one of Eddie Murphy's best. So what you got oh, at Eddie Murphy's okay, okay. best? I'm just saying as far as Eddie Murphy movies that I grew up and watched a lot. My favorite Eddie you. Murphy movie is um, Nutty Professor. That's, right. now, that's a funny have, one. That's Nutty Professor was funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I think Nutty Professor is one of the movies that like you gotta watch again. Like, right. if you haven't seen it in a while, you got to watch it again, because that movie's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Nutty Professor is one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies, Life. 
right. one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. Right. I was never a Norbit fan. Norbit didn't. Oh, sis, Norbit's a sleeper. My son put me on in Norbit. Norbit ain't no top five Eddie Murphy, though, like no, she's saying. I'm saying this, I didn't say it was a top five. Nah, I nah, like you said, a sleeper, but it's Eddie sleeper. Murphy got some shit. Because Marlon doing that power tap guru shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is the shit that Eddie get into though with the characters and shit. The where he let, yeah. like he let yeah. motherfuckers he let come in and shine, shine. and he did that shit and come into America Part Two. They were like, cause it, it's a good sequel, cause when you talk about sequels coming back and like you say for how long it took to bring this one back, cause uh, even coming off of a classic. No, like, like I said, you said, coming from our the era, plot, they played that perfectly. Even with the time span, it makes sense. Yeah, you got a son that's about that age. From yeah. the, you know what I mean? So all that makes sense. I was just talking on the funny side. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't. Like I said, I was into the movie and everything. You ain't like the characters of uh, of I, what's her name I and like the I'm talking about the, the uncle but, with uh. Tracy, and Tracy yeah, Morgan and them. I wasn't laughing how I laughed. Oh, like shit. I still they watched the first joint because like they was, it was, like I say, coming to America one, I'm gonna be wiping my eyes. Like it was, it definitely wasn't none of that for me. You know what I mean? It was, man, them niggas was you was you must have gotta watch it again because you wasn't hearing what the barbershop cracks was when they was coming in there. Like, oh look who came back! Yeah, fucking we said he called him Edie Amin and motherfucking Ebola. Yeah, I caught all yeah. that. This is what I said. Them niggas was tripping because and then the one young boy tried to disrespect me and say nah, some shit to you. They're like, yeah, like, the like oh, the they checked me shit. though. Like, nah, whole young nigga, Man, you can't be disrespecting them far. Africans <laughs> like that. You taking it too far, nigga. Man, I caught all that this shit. This is what it's like. Like I said, it's one of them joints that probably have to grow on me on the comedy. Like I said, because I like the movie I, overall. I, I couldn't complain about nothing else. Uh-huh. But like I said, in this defense. To me, it was never going to come anywhere near that anyway. Because like I say, see, my uh, my top favorite comedies of all time is all like damn near Eddie joints. So coming to America is definitely one of them. Harlem Nights, Life, you know what I mean? We ain't finished getting Britney's top five, though. My bad, Britney. You just got the talking off and shit with that shit. What was your shit with Eddie and shit? She said, Nutty Professor. Because we got to get yours after this. We just, we, I heard you say them three. I don't know if you're going to keep them in there. I Professor. I said Life. Um, I do like Harlem Nights. I definitely liked his stand-up. Um, what was the one when he was in the red? The red Hilarious. Hatchet. Yes. I really, nah, really like. That's I like raw. You talking about raw on the purple, John? When he, when he had the purple shirt on? That's raw. No, the red... Well, Raw was good, too. They were both good. Delirious um, is the red shit, I think. Or the... I don't know. I think it's you're... The red I'm trying the to think purple, of right? the cover... The cover of the DVDs. I'm pretty sure the purple one is Raw and Delirious is red. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I liked both of them. And y'all probably gonna get on me for this. I like Dr. Doolittle. Oh, I knew that was coming, yo. Because that's that <laughs> new era shit. Yeah, I mean... It was... It was, it was cute. He had all them. <laughs> Listen, the crazy thing about Eddie with his movies, though, like she even said, the Doctor Doolittle had mad sequels, cuz, and Nutty Professor, cuz. And yeah. Shrek. You gotta think of all the Shreks. Shrek yeah. is a great movie. 
Shrek is like funny. all of them. Mm-hmm. Shrek is cute, like Dr. Doolittle. See, but I come up. I'm gonna tell you one of my eddies. That's the favorite. That ain't that ain't gonna come in the young people's time. The trade in places, cause yeah, more and more was that. You better believe it. But it's like that's why I say my five of Eddie, cause Eddie got some shit. But so it's like Nutty Professor's definitely up there. Nutty Professor's like classic, cause like she said, Nutty Professor in life. I can't. Oh, yeah, classics. But I, the crazy shit with Nutty Professor is he got them sequels, cause it's like she said, they were like, man, shit. Them two jokes, cause he, he was like, Eddie was one of the originals, cause they keep coming out with them characters of playing in your own he movie. Yeah, you know I mean? But then you got he that, did. like you said, the and original coming to he America. Wasn't questionable either. Like, you know how, like, Tyler Perry would do some of these yeah. characters, and people be like, is he gay? Is he this? Is he that? But, like, Eddie Murphy could. Could do these roles. I mean, you got to think he was mm-hmm. so many characters in Nutty Professor. He was Richard Simmons. He was the grandma. He was the dad. Listen, like, Eddie get into some weird brother. shit too. Eddie got uh, <laughs> Eddie Eddie got caught messing with them little uh, transvestites and shit back in the day and shit too, yup. Like Tyler, no, did Tyler too? That one got huh? Tyler. Did Tyler too? How they throw Tyler in the job? Tyler Perry dress up as one, so you you know he could immediately get it. But uh, by yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I, I I guess we we all going to agree on this one though. Eddie's the go to comedy, not the goat. On the movie tip, I would say yeah. As far as making comedy movies, I'm saying all together yeah. the whole pack. As far as being the whole package, Richard that Pryor. Mean, that means as far as being able to do your stand ups and then do your movies. Richard Pryor's the goat. The me. Richard Pryor's the goat. Yeah, cause just cause of yeah. like, I seen him in a different era. Like, even, I called him late, but still called him still in his shit. You know what I mean? But Richard Pryor, cause like he used to freestyle that shit. Cause I'm talking about don't need the script, nothing. Just give me a script of the character you want me to play, and I'm a freestyle this shit from here. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm talking. He freestyled the uh, the Mac, my boy. Yeah, me. I ain't running nowhere because goddamn it, I ain't no tracks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is what I care. Richard Pryor's this shit. Like he's mine, just on on my shit. Dennis but Eddie. Like, Dennis Eddie. Dennis, you got to say Eddie. You get. I can't take nothing away from Eddie to where you got to definitely give Eddie his fucking props because out here on that shit, to where Eddie's, he's the next one. Cause yeah, I mean. I say Eddie's more versatile than Richard Parr, just because at some point in Eddie's career, he decided to start tapping into kid movies. And I think the kid stuff Uh-oh. is what really gets you the money. Like all them, sh- like we Shrek. just said, all them Shreks. Like mm-hmm. Richard Pryor wasn't going to do no donkey. Nah, Richard Pryor was a different comedian. You know? like, he he was- did. The Disney movie, Mulan. Mm-hmm. Like, you talk about versatility, and I think if you're going to be the best at anything, you need to be versatile. Is so it, I think that alone puts him Richard, above Richard, Richard Pryor. Richard, like, Richard, Richard Pryor plays them in balls the, too. in a box. You got to realize what type of comedy they came up on. Eddie, Eddie Murphy came up doing like. Eddie Murphy came up like on comedy, like how Wayne's brothers and them came up. They were like they came up on that Saturday Night Live type shit. Even though like Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy did uh like stand up and all that shit back in the day. But it's like you said that Eddie Murphy got a little bit more commercial than what Richard Pryor was. 
You know what I mean? Right. When, even when Richard Pryor started doing movies and things like that, it was still only a selective few movies that he could choose from. They were, like you say, the diversity that they would slap on Eddie's table. Because Eddie got right. into a little bit more shit back then than Richard Pryor got into. Like, Richard Pryor had to stick to the uh, the black cinema roots a little bit. You feel what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. it was like... And a, again, those opportunities may have not even been presented yeah, to Richard yeah. Pryor. Cause he still had to do things like the Mac and all these type of movies like that. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Where the whole cinema industry, Hollywood was different then. That makes Eddie right. Murphy better than Richard Pryor. No, the fuck it don't. He just came up in a different era, cause in my end, like you said, it's it's like comparing like a, a like great. It's like it's like comparing Jordan to LeBron and like Jordan to Bill Russell and them type of things like that. You know what I mean? The where when you got greats in them errors because the where they just dominate and shit. He the next decade. That's, Richard was the seventies. Richard. Was the this 80s. is why they pay homage so they ain't though. That far off, but they, they ain't. But this is why you always pay homage to what came before you as far as them art forms and things like that. It's even like rappers and shit. They I'm do the same thing. Going against the grain. Eddie's the goat. Um, yeah, I'm you definitely going against the grain. I'm eighties baby. I got represented. George's the GOAT, Eddie's the GOAT. Who else from the 80s? Nigga, Whitney. Who else? Whitney over Beyonce. Like, what the fuck? I'm an 80s baby, nigga. I can, I can dig it. Oh, I can man. dig it. Dude. You said rep your 80. 80 what? 80 what, though? 84. Okay. okay, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jordan got drafted. Shit, I'm all right on that borderline where I'm say, 80. I say I'm an 80s baby, and I was born in December 89. Oh, shit. Oh, no, I use a 90s child. See, and I say I'm an 80s baby, and I was born in 80. So we working on three different platforms right now of an 80, an 84, and an 89. This is from an early 80, one in the middle, and one at the end. And you see how much the... Uh, it ain't that far off, though. It ain't, it, just in them couple the, years. Richard, of course... But you see how much this shit changes a little bit much. just from generation to generation of still... Of appreciating the art forms and things like that, because even hers changes just as a little bit more different than yours. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, because she was watching Coach Carter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why you say it like that. Coach Carter is an inspirational movie. It is. That's I ain't cool. saying it like that. I'm going to say it the word like you put Do Dr. Doolittle as one of your favorite Eddie Murphy movies. <laughs> And you know what? It ain't even the first one that's my favorite. It was the second one with Raven Simone. Oh, see, yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> and the boyfriend kept trying to come over. You like them when Kyler Pratt and them got older a yeah, little bit. See, that's a that little... Was, yeah, they were a big deal back when I was that age. They were. They were. 89-ish and all that. They were. I can't... This is where, like, the... Uh, like the new comedy and, and them uh, ones that come in like that, like the Eddie Murphy. I mean, not the Eddie Murphys, the uh, Martin Lawrences, your Bernie Max, all them. Like y'all caught them in their primes and things like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I caught yeah. I caught like the Richard Pryors and them a little bit, like the Red Foxes, dumb type of motherfucking comedy motherfuckers. You see, like oh, Red Fox, dumb motherfuckers can't touch Red Fox. You feel what I'm saying? This is how I'm going to judge it. But they gonna look at a nigga like me like, cause you crazy. Red Fox wasn't even funny. 
Shit. See, I know my comedy history though, so I know how the torch kind of went down. Right, right, Fox right. Passed it to Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. The only reason why I know who Red Fox is is because I have an I have old parents. So like my dad, Sanford and Son, that was part of everyday TV for us. Right. But you know, outside of that, I don't in Harlem Nights. I don't know anything else of them. See, and that's mean, because Red Fox was a mean, funny mother. He was like the, like Cuz said, the where he was the one that got the torch pass down to Red Fox, from Red Fox to Richard Pryor. And wasn't he and kind it was of like, like the first one that was really cussing like that? Yeah, and this is why Richard Pryor got so ill on his stand-ups and things like that, you know what I mean? And, and the art form just, like, it evolves a little bit, you know what I mean? The where he, This is why Chris Rock and them, even when they started out, they was real ill on the stand-up tip. Before they would got yeah. into their movie shit, they was ill on stand up. There were Chris Rock used to say some of the craziest shit. You know what I mean? But then he calmed down a little bit with it. You know what it was crazy is if the Nutty Professor came out in 2021, they'd be so sensitive about it. Man. Like, they'll probably never be able to. That shaving is shit. Yeah. Exactly. They'll never be able to recreate that movie because people are so sensitive. Oh, yeah. Talk about Sherman, Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie's a dick kid. That's why I say you got to like Eddie Murphy comedy and appreciate him, cuz. Like the goat. His resume too deep. Like when when it when then when His resume's the, the deepest. So that's where, like why you, you said, can't nobody on a movie tip. On stand-up tip? Yeah, yeah, movie tip. When I say the GOAT, I mean right. movie tip. Well, I said the package all together because on the stand-up tip, he's like probably like top... He got to be top five. Stand-up? Yeah. I don't yeah. know, cuz. I don't give you top five on stand-up. That's the craziest... See, that's the difference. Who you like? Who you like? Real quick. On stand-up? Yeah. Richard Pryor, definitely number one. Bernie Matt. Yeah. Dave Chappelle, I love him on stand-up just because of the realness he brings with it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's crazy because I definitely wouldn't say Kevin Hart because oh, Kevin Hart. Listen, on, on his stand-up shit, the nigga's a funny motherfucker on stand-up. He's a funny motherfucker, period, but he... On stand-up. I ain't he, talking about right. the movies. So I'm talking about stand-up. Bernie Mac to me. He I'm talking about stand-up, guys. And I've been to seeing Kevin Hart. And I'm going to tell you how I was... I, I went to sleep during the joint. I you probably know. was drunk, nigga. I was, but again, yeah. motherfuckers, I'm drunk. I ain't falling asleep on. Man, you drunk, you falling asleep on anybody, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You feel me? I, I hate how people hate on Kevin Hart. Yeah, I don't hate on Because he's I a funny stand-up nigga. He is funny. His first I couple drawers are coming out because it was all stand-up. And they was funny. Right. They was funny. I, I said I ain't say he ain't, he ain't he don't he don't got that 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 rawness that everybody else you name got. Man, yeah, shit. he's funnier than Steve. He got about the Eddie Murphy like shit. Him, I can't. Nah, it's like he got the same. He got the Eddie thing. Murphy shit, but it stands up a little bit kids. more. He gonna talk about my man Nate. He gonna talk about his lady. That's a and routine. That's, that's a comedy yeah, routine. Everybody got more of the rawler edge. He he kind of little. Nah, cause he, he added a he lot. You hitting on him now? Cause that shit's funny as fuck. I like and his movies be trash. Let's keep it real. Now you talking about the whole joint again, but I was talking about, I'm just talking about his stand-up acts, guys. Oh, you talking stand-ups, all right. 
Because they end up actually the top shit. Five to me. But let's get into Brit down there in Lancaster. Definitely. Tell us, uh, again, this is the platform for the entrepreneurs to come out here, rep your shit, you know what I mean? So let's get into Brittany and what you're doing down there, Brittany. Tell us about it. personal training company called Fit by Brit. Um, I do group fitness. Like right now I'm running a flat belly challenge. Um, there's about 28 participants. Um, and I'm just helping them get a flat stomach. Um, a certified health coach, um, certified in speed and explosion. I had a Zumba cert. Um, I have... What else do I have? Group fitness, fitness, nutrition, cycling, um, just a bunch of fitness certifications. I work as a full-time wellness specialist and, um, yeah, just trying to get people, um, especially black people to, um, value their health. We only have one life. We have terrible habits that we pass down, that we say, oh, this runs in my family, when it really doesn't, and it doesn't have to. Um, That's an excuse? Yes, it's an excuse. I mean, if if you ate baked macaroni, cheese, fried chicken, and rice every day, or stuff like that every day for 20 years, your kids are probably going to eat the same thing, then their kids are going to eat the same thing, and then... You know, grandma got diabetes, uncle got diabetes, auntie got diabetes. Oh, it runs in my family. No, it doesn't. You guys just eat bad and you just pass it, pass it along. So I just that's 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 facts. That's facts. Yeah, it is. I I feel like black folks, we make a lot of excuses to not be healthy. And I just want us to live longer and see the importance of that. Like I work, some of my training clients, my oldest training client is a hundred. All right. Not too many black people can say, Hey, my great, great, great grandfather is is alive. My great, great grandmother is alive. Like we're out of here around 70. Right. Like, I don't know. My like, auntie, how long auntie lived? Auntie lived to be about what? 104? 103, 104. Somewhere I think it was 103. Here. But it's like she was saying it's the truth because where people used to live like that on the regular just from taking care right. of themselves on their diets and things like that. But it's like she's saying our people want to make so many excuses not to mm-hmm. go back to our original culture because we want to be caught up with the, what these other people are doing because... And that ain't us, cuz, cuz we could easily go back to living these hundreds of years, cuz. We can. Mm-hmm. We can. Like, my, my dad died at 58. But, like, once he hit 40, he mm-hmm. started telling us, no, the men in my family don't live long. You know? Right. Like, and it becomes you mental know, and everything. It becomes a mental yes. thing and everything. Because it's even with, like, how our young children, like, feel as though... I know I used to have a, the feeling as though, like, coming up like that. Because, like, I wouldn't even felt as though I'd make 21, 23, things like that. And this is how, like, a lot of our young people would think. Like, because, damn, like, am I going to even make it to live to see that shit? You feel what right. I'm saying? And it'll right. be like a negative thing that you're putting into your head and a negative energy and all that shit to where it's some shit... 
we shouldn't even be thinking about if we knew the truth. You know what I mean? Right. And black women and black children have the highest cases of obesity in this country. Mm-hmm. Now, we can talk all that sick crap that, you know, we want to say, oh, I'm big bone, blah, and that, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's that, you, you nailed it right there, though. That, that's part of the problem. Everybody wants this big butt and be, be thick and all that shit, eating all this crazy yeah. shit. Just, just, just for the, you know, for the masses, just, just to fit right. in, to be trending. Exactly, and like, and it's, it's not, first off, there's no such thing as big Thinking bone. Ass. Right, right. Like big bone, like no, your bone density is your bone density. Right. You like it's, and it's pretty much the same for a lot of us. Um, yeah, you chopping all the yeah. excuses out of here today, huh? Yeah, because <laughs> I am, because I'm so tired of like this whole thick movement. Everybody's thick. Mm-hmm. When they're when, like, I I hate the word because like. No, it now for some people it's kind of natural and it fits on. No, like, and it and it is. But when I think of somebody, when I think of someone who's thick, I think of somebody with a small waist. Big hips, big butt, big arms. Talk but about like, it, For sis. the most part, there's they they don't have a stomach that's you know going over their the no, where no muffin top. To be. Like you yes. said, are are the yes. thick like you said, just super thick thighs that you want to sit right. just sit there and call. Right. They act like they're healthy, but they're not. Right, but then now in 2021, people want to call Lizzo thick. And Alexis Sky thick. Right. But it's like, I don't know who me. Alexis Sky is, but Lizzo, that bitch is fat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, who can, uh, Alexis Sky is one of them video girls. So like a video girl. But Lizzo's say. a good fat though. Like she's not a. To me, she ain't a. A sloppy fat man. No, yes, she is. I think she, she's I think she wears it. Woman. She wears it. She two hundred fifty pounds of fineness. She wears it all right. She's, she's she needs to keep her ass in, in the pants and then when she at the games and shit. You see, they kicked out the Laker game for that yeah. shit. Right, I saw that. Here with her ass <laughs> out and shit. The fuck's wrong with her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, She's oh, a beautiful man. woman, but she's she's unhealthy. That's all I'm saying. And True when that. you tell, True especially that. other black women, this like she's unhealthy, then they're like, "Oh, you're trying to be on European standards and right. that's what's wrong with the world." Like, no, I'm at 24. She or however old she is, she probably doesn't have any. Only 24. She's young. She is young. Damn, see, that's it now. She looked like somebody auntie. I thought she about my age. Because I ain't even, it's not even, like you say, just to heavy criticize her in particular or anything like that. It's like you said, just that lifestyle of living like that with somebody that's not eating healthy and taking care of herself and things like that to where it's not a healthy lifestyle, but we act and accept it as a black people because, like, it's normal. And, like I said, accept it's accepted behavior to be eating unhealthy, to be doing all these things to even let your body begin to look like that, to accept that thickness that we want to sit there and accept this thickness. And it's not thickness, like she's saying, the word it's unhealthy. Yeah, you know I mean, exactly. And it's not it's not to sit there and like, you know what I mean, go at our, our women like that to sit there and say, Oh, don't love yourself for having that weight or anything like that. You feel what I'm saying? It's right. just to sit there and say, like, 
if you you will get it to a, a different lifestyle of eating and things like that, like maybe you'll drop down to your normal healthy weight size. You know what I mean? To where right. this the size that you're saying is a thick healthy size, you will begin to see your true thick healthy size, baby girl. You know what I mean? Or or man in the same aspect. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember I said that on my Facebook page, and, like, they went nuts on me when I said, you know, black women and black kids have the highest cases of obesity because you guys are passing along bad habits. That amazes me. Like, see, fat kids, that that, that kind of is, like, it was a couple of them when we was growing up. It was a couple, but I'd be like, man, how... Cause all the fat kids. I'm gonna see. I'm a slim. I'm a slim frame type of person anyway. So it's like, mm-hmm. maybe I, it ain't for me to understand. But I be seeing little fat kids. I'll be like, man. I don't know no baby. Home, I don't know no baby come out fat. None. Nah, they hit that fat stage between like uh like between the age of like three and like seven. Some right, of them just right, swell right. up. And that's because they just get to getting fed, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> and just, I mean, man, I'm listen. Just, yeah, that's the basis of That's the only way. Man, listen. It is what it is. <laughs> it's a lifestyle right. that, like, cuz, yeah, it is what it is. They feed us poison with that shit, man. It is what it is. But it's even, hey, with your, uh, your thing that you got going on down there with your business and things like that, I know, do, do you practice, like, a healthy hydration uh like diet yeah yeah you definitely um gotta stay hydrated that's a lot of the time people think they're hungry and really they're just thirsty Mm -hmm. so like you definitely need to stay hydrated i don't tell my people to drink a gallon i mean you can if you want to but like Mm -hmm. a gallon to me that hydration all comes from like the type of body you have and how mm-hmm. big or small you are. So telling everybody they need to drink a gallon really isn't realistic because somebody who's five foot, 120 pounds, doesn't have the same needs as somebody who's five, eight, 170 pounds. You right, know? So, right, right. And it's so um, simple that I, the thing that I always tell even the little ones in my family that is so simple with it, where your body tells on itself. All you got to do is watch your piss. Right. That's you all what. you got to do. I drink right. a gallon of water. All the fuck I'm going to do is watch me piss. Yeah. That's what your body's supposed to be doing. Once I hit like doing. four or five bottles of water, I'm, all, I'm, I'm already gone. A gallon? Mm-hmm. See, and that's the thing. I'm at I'm at four or five gallon, or four or five water bottles by like 10 a.m. Right. Like you said, though, there are a lot of people be thinking they hungry and they don't even be hungry because if they drunk water, it'll stop that eating habit they got a lot of us. Yeah, you know I mean? Right, or they're just stressed. Right. When you're stressed, your body creates a hormone. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's called cortisol, something like that. I could be wrong, but um, I'm pretty sure that's right. It creates a hormone that makes you even more hungry. Right. So a lot of times people need stress management. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't need 
a, a, a supersized pizza because the pizza is just going to make them feel even worse. Mm-hmm. And the stress stressor is still going to be there. So, like, people, I'm also a, a health coach. And there's different <laughs> factors that go into why people are overweight. Like, back to the black women and black children. Well, where do these black women and black children live? Where? What is the environment? Mm-hmm. Is there a salad bar close by? Do they right. have access to fresh fruits and vegetables? Them niggas want Chinese food. You, exactly. <laughs> you can put it right. there. You can put all that there. Any them niggas still gonna want Chinese food and shit. But they only they only want it because that's how they've been programmed. If that right. stuff was there from right. the beginning, it'd be a different program. Definitely, and then like you said, it becomes such a desire to get up out of it once you've been programmed to do it for so long. A lot of us can't get up out of that program or have a desire to even want to get up out of it at that point because right, it, it, like, it takes a, a... It's like being fed that sugar after so long to where once you get a taste for that sugar, you that sugar to where it's like, man, anything you taste after eating that shit is nasty. You know what I mean? What high school you went to? I went to Manheim Township. Manheim. You ran track? What you did in high school? No, I didn't do, I, I did a lot of, like, dancing. Um, I was a cheerleader for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was I was overweight as a kid. What? So, oh, you was one of them little fat kids. <laughs> sure, sure was. Sure was. <laughs> that, I, I feel like people who haven't been my friend, because I've been on Facebook for, like, 11 years, like, since the beginning of college. Like, people who don't know me for real think that I was just somebody skinny who decided to work out. Mm-hmm. But like, no, I had two kids. After freshman year of college, I was like 217 pounds. Right. Like, I was, I'm tall. That ain't I'm fat. Five. That's thick right now. That's thick nowadays, ain't that? that I was unhealthy and my clothes didn't look good. All right? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not built like a thick person. I get big, I look like a refrigerator. I don't got the curves and all that. Like, you know, some, like we said, Lizzo. Like, I, I'm not curvy. I don't get like that when I gain weight. Right, I right. get like... I don't even want to see nobody because you guys people are sensitive. Say, 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 say. We gonna tell them clues they is. They ain't gonna hear this. They ain't gonna hear. They ain't gonna hear. They don't like listening to my shit, man. You said I heard. Who? Huh? Who? I said I get big. I get big up top and got small legs. Like it don't. It don't look. It doesn't look. Good. It's not a good aesthetic for me. Mm. But, that's, the Uncle, uh, that's the Uncle Ted build. <laughs> yes. Like, just no. Well, but, um, that building is at least halfway healthy. <laughs> right? Yeah, halfway. <laughs> I think they halfway. call that the SpongeBob look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big up top, I mean, little I, down bottom. Honestly, part of, part of fitness is being realistic with yourself. Like, part of health in general, part of anything is being realistic with yourself. Right. Like, you know, I got to a point where I hated how I looked. 
when I would look at pictures of me and my friends, I was the biggest person in all the pictures. Trying to dress, trying to dress like my friend who's four eleven, ninety five pounds. You know, like, and I I didn't like it. And some women they'll complain about it, complain about it, complain about it, and not fix it. And I was just like, no, no more. We're not doing this. Why do our women go through such a thing like that with that? I did it. You were doing the Eddie Murphy shit and shit. Yeah, this is Eddie's a cut. Yeah, Eddie's definitely classic. (laughs) Yes, I kid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't motivate y'all big girls, all right? He said, we got to have a power tap class out here. Power tap. Yo. So, hold on. So, you saying. You fighting that as a child, that's what pushed you into that lane and, and wanted to make a career out of that? Yeah. I mean, I was always unhappy. But as a kid, I like, my mom signed me up for Weight Watchers when I was in high school. And I didn't really do nothing with it because, you know, I was a kid. I needed a little bit more support than just her dropping me off at Weight Watchers meetings, mm. you know. But, like, and I think it's partially because I went to a, a white school also. If I went to a black school, I, I probably would think a lot different, but I didn't. I went to a white school where most of the girls look like the three chicks from Mean Girls, or four <laughs> girls from Mean Girls. Everybody mm-hmm. looked like that. I don't know, I don't, I don't know that one. <laughs> mean Girls. Okay, well, everybody looked like the girls from Clueless. Alright. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you brought it you brought it to a different era for him. He good <laughs> with that one. Yeah. They they look just like that. So I you know, comparing myself to, you know, these people all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, um and all my friends were small also. So I you know I knew that I was tired of not liking how I looked in my clothes. Mm-hmm. And I decided to change that. And I didn't look good in my clothes. And period. I don't know why my friends let me wear some of the stuff I was wearing. But um, yeah. That's a main identity thing we be having to go through with that. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a main thing like our women was going through too though with that because our women had to go through that. And especially like you said, coming up with not being around other women that's looking like them. Mm-hmm. My niece is well, no. <laughs> I wasn't like I wasn't like that. I, my 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 dad's from North North Philly, right. so like I went to a white school, but like we still went to church with black folks. My both my parents are in the church, so I was going to church three four times a week. I mm-hmm. had black friends, right, you know. Right. I saw other black people, but this was just like a self thing. I don't like how I look. All right, so well, you're going. It's, it's so definitely going to be it. black at home, but like you said, just at school. I mean, you got to be in that institution. That's all that is. The like you said, if you come home, it's like going to work. You know what I mean, but when you mm-hmm. come home, it's, it's black again. You know what I mean? Right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you say you've been in this field for how long now? Um, for about ten years. Um, I decided to make the change around twenty one. And I'm 31, so yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Fit by Brit, right? Yes, sir. 
Alright, I gotta remember that so when I'm shouting you out. Big up, sis. I know a lot of big girls. I'm trying to get you some Well, and you tail. know what? And I don't want to come off like thick... a, a, a thick basher or anything oh, like nah, that. Because at listen. the end of the day, if you love the skin you're in, that's fantastic. Like, that's I right. want right. to promote you know, it's for the ones that it's, it's we talking <coughs> to the ones that want to lose that weight and they just need right. that little Porsche. Right. So fit by bread. Yo, I can't yeah. imagine. I can't even imagine seeing you as a as a big girl. Do they look at all health promoters like that? It's like you said, as as being uh health bashers and things like that. That's a good question. I just think my audience being mainly. African Americans, we are some sensitive folks. Right, right, right. We are some sensitive folks, or we pick and choose what to be sensitive about. Right. And weight is weight is one of them. Right, right, right. So, like, you know, most of, like I said, you know, the the women and the children are the heaviest in the country. Mm-hmm. And when I said, so I think I related it to. Um, I said it more harsher than I said it on mm-hmm. here. I, I know. But I, I, it came from passion. It didn't come from a bad place. It was just like saying, you know, um, would you do drugs in front of your kids? Right. That's kind of what I compared it to. Right, You right. know, because at the end of the day, they, they both kill you. Right. And people are like, oh, you can't compare a food addiction to drugs. I was like, Shit. why not? They addiction got a whole show. Addiction is an addiction. Listen, the whole right. thing is, like you said, everything show. is the drug. Exactly. They got a whole show about people being addicted to food. Mm-hmm. Called My 600 Pound Life. And right. they always and they got, got a niggas putting chicken nuggets on their belly button. Yeah. Exactly. They got kids taking care of their parents because their parents can't stop eating. You can't, mm-hmm. that, that show been on for about 10 years. You can't tell me that that's not a problem. Right. Yes, that's the extreme end of it, but like it starts from somewhere. I'm sure we can all say we have somebody in our family or somebody we know who've had limbs cut off Man. because of diabetes. You know, and what do we do to pass those same habits on to our kids? I guarantee you, for some as much money as some of these people spend out eating, man, they could pay me to cook their damn meals every damn week. Yeah, <laughs> mean, and I guarantee you, cause I'm talking about like you said, man. We spend so much money to these people on this stuff. It's ridiculous, and they ain't doing number feet, and it's poison. But it's like you said, how crazy we is as black people. We don't want to accept the accountability of even having to be able to change this culture no more. Right, and man, we, man. and I mean, if you go back to slavery and stuff like that, they fed us that type of stuff on purpose. Man, a lot of these foods don't even help with brain function. They keep you dumb. I tell you like one thing, know. like you said, it wasn't no grease back then. Right. <laughs> we wasn't frying no chicken with no grease. Yeah, you know I mean. Right, but I mean, we were getting scraps. You believe we was out here frying chickens back then, cuz? I'm saying we were getting scraps. We, that shit wasn't even in our diet. They were like she said, we were getting fed scraps and had to make shit out here to eat. You know what I mean? That was the shit they allowed us to eat. Like with them time, a lot of us didn't even eat that meat, cuz, and things like that. It's right. mean, cuz. 
they had to, they damn near, because this is where, like, I'll tell you the main thing about the slavery history, and this is not to even uh, get off, this is getting off a topic, I wasn't going to even say not to get off of it, this is to get off of it just a little bit, but it's mean because it goes back to diet of our people at the end of the day, to where a lot of the slaves, because that's a, a lot, like their wages were just to live and be fed, because, you know what I mean, like just to even make it through working through that day or whatever. You feel what I'm saying? The where it's like a lot of people would take it as those slaves didn't uh get paid nothing and things like that. You know what I mean? But it's like sister saying that we're like, man, they had they would it would be days they didn't go without food, cause but we'll be working. You know what I mean? And they would get the damn scraps, cause from these fucking people, cause and I had to do something with it. You feel what I'm saying? And they would make Fucking chitlins happen and all types of shit. But no you know what I mean? Chicken. Nah, cause they ain't they ain't man, you think they got a chicken? They ain't getting no chicken, <laughs> cuz. They might have got the bones. Yeah, they like cuz uh, with the gizzards. You're like, the gizzards. Yeah. Like, the gizzards, yeah, the gizzards, <laughs> like, that's uh, what they got. Man. The liver and the gizzard. Oh, they did us dirty, man. Well listen, we're gonna take a quick break real quick. We're gonna come back into the black fat. You stay on the line, Miss Britt. All right. What up, what up, what up? We back with Britt. Hold on, because I'm, I'm sipping now. <laughs> Fit by Britt. Uh, we got Miss Brittany Lupton from that all the way calling from Lancaster. Not all the way. That's right up street for real. That's about what? Mm-hmm. 40 minutes. 45, yeah, 45, 45 40 minutes. So all my Lancaster family, y'all definitely gonna have to tune in to this episode. Mike can get down in a half hour, depending on how fast you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Real definitely shit. down them outlets real quick. Yeah. <laughs> real shit. But all right, we gonna get into the black fact. And the black fact, what I do every episode, break, is I, I like to shout out somebody from... Um, our black history heritage that contributed in some way in all the different shapes and forms of the world and society and shit. So in honor of you, you know what I mean? I dug deep and I hit us with Flo Jo this week. What you know about Flo Jo? I knew she was a track star and she wore nails. Them nails, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flojo used to kill it, like how how Serena be out there killing it there. Well, that was Flojo first for real. Look, what I tell y'all, the eighties, yo, all the dopest athletes and everything came from the eighties. <laughs> all the goats, it's from the eighties, yo. Uh, I don't know about all that, cause. But uh, Flojo was born December twenty first, nineteen fifty nine. Um, she passed away September 21st, 1998. Flojo is the fastest woman of all time. The world record she set in, in 1988 for both 100 meters and 200 meters still stand. Um, she was born and raised in California. She began running as a child. And um, while attending California University Northridge and also UCLA, she uh, qualified for the 100 meter in the 1980 Olympics, but it was a U.S. boycott with the Olympics that year, so she didn't uh, get to run. But she made her uh, Olympic debut 
winning a silver medal in the 200 meters in the 1984 Olympics. At the 1988 Olympics, uh, at the trials, she set the, the uh, new world record in the 100 meter sprint and won three gold medals that year in the Olympics. So that's the alley-oop this week, y'all. Get out there, check her out, especially y'all athletes, track stars, even if you're into the fitness, you know what I mean? Flojo is definitely a legend when we talk in this sports things. She kind of gets swept under the rug. Yeah, when we get to talking all these greatest athletes, Flo Joe was definitely top notch. Excuse me, I'm belching. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you why Flo Joe Cash is swept under the rug like that, Cash, and why we don't know too much about her. A lot of people don't, Cash, because they don't put a lot of spotlight on Flo Joe, because that, like, Cash, they, Flo Joe died because young. 38. Right. Cuz and like cuz they said she died of some seizures or some shit like that cuz but like you said it was a it was a reason for her early retirement and all that cuz yeah man yeah, she did retire early too yeah yeah cuz but it's, I ain't even go you know that I can get super deep and all that I she actually she retired the year after she won them three medals them three uh gold medals yeah Flojo was deep with hers cuz cuz Flojo uh. She, like you said, she had a lot going on within the Olympics. She won that joint in, I want to say, like China. Nah, is that she one China? One of them was in L.A. that she won. One of them with the Olympics was in L.A., I think, 84. That might have been one. Of, I, I know when she, I'm talking about when she broke them joints. She got like three of them, cuz. That might have been yeah, China. Yeah. 88. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yup, yup, yup. And she went over there, cause and I'm talking about shattered shit. <laughs> I'm talking about weaving well, we Yeah, cause like you said, that China joint was serious, cause when she went over there and did that shit, cause it was super serious and shit. And the cuz go over there and do that shit in China as a woman, cause and like you said, you know that's damn near like going like how uh, Kobe was getting there with the China people, cause you know what I mean. And when you get in like that, cause it, the Olympics be mean, cuz, cuz you could do some worldwide type of, uh, like, business when you get involved with the Olympics, cuz, and be getting, like, Olympic superstar status. It's even like Michael Phelps, cuz Michael Phelps could go anywhere, cuz, you know what I mean, and get endorsed by anybody. You know, so was still in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't good with Michael Phelps. <laughs> like, he... I fucks with Michael Phelps, cause he cool, white boy, he cool. I fucks with him. But again, the black fact for this week: the mm-hmm. Queen Flojo, rest in peace, sis. Definitely, definitely, rest in peace to Flojo, man. Dig her up, man. A lot of black facts we can uh, go back and learn about Flojo, man. So let's get back to Fit by Brit. Now I know that was talking while we was taking that quick break, though. I just want to touch on that again real quick. So you say you don't have a facility yet or? Um, right now, a facility isn't even. Even in the, in the plans the right now? Yeah, um, not in the plans right now. I know we were uh, mentioned COVID. And when COVID happened, of course, the gym was open on Friday and then closed on Monday. So, like, I went through this whole, damn, I'm not essential type of, of thing. <laughs> like, before I, I decided to 
take the online route. But I mean, it also made me think like, all right, well, if this were to happen again, I can't, I, I don't want to be considered not essential. Right, right. So, I mean, I, I love fitness and everything like that. But as far as it being my main thing for the rest of my life, I don't think it's going to be a main thing or it's going to be a time frame where it's not going to be a main thing. So, um, so yeah, that, that's basically where I'm at with it. I see a lot of people throw up these gyms that are no longer here because of COVID. So, you know, and I mean, I got my own personal goals outside of fitness. Like, I don't know about everybody else. I know everyone's like, oh, money doesn't buy happiness. Well, I'm trying to figure figure it out. Right. I, I want to, I want to, um, I'd love to be very wealthy someday. And um, I just know that the fitness, what I'm doing as far as fitness, I'm not saying it can't take me there. Um, I just know other things that will take me there faster, I guess. So I'm going back to school. Um, long story short, going back to school to just kind of get into a more administrator type of thing. And then once I, you know, have the money and stuff like that, if opening up a gym is still, you know, a back thought, then I can do that. But... Like you said, you know, just as far as business-wise, it's just smarter to do your own thing and to, uh, keep, like, personal uh, things going on on the side as far as that business thing goes on right now. Because even, like you said, jumps and things ain't jumping like that. Exactly. And honestly, it's so much easier to just do it under yourself right. than to be at a facility, give them a percentage, right. or work under this person, and you have to give them a percentage it's like you always have to give away your money. Right, right, right. Like, so it's like, no. So how are you meeting up with your clients? What you do, Zoom, or y'all, y'all just meet at a gym? You power tapping out this motherfucker, cuz. What you mean? Yeah. I mean? You trying to get in the money like that, cuz. <laughs> no, the way I, um, I just give, I have three clients that I am still doing stuff for and I give them their workouts mm-hmm. throughout the week depending on the package that they have if I give them two workouts a week or three workouts a week that's how that goes we do that for a set amount of time and then you know they do their own thing okay. um, I kind of offer different things if you need there's a difference between a personal trainer and a coach Certified and all that though, because you ran off about what you say you got about ten certifications. Yeah. Yes. So. So the the door though, you got a you got a wide open lane on on, you got the whole fitness game. Because if you know how to draw up a curriculum, it's like she said, all you got to do is go out there and find your own clients that do it and feed them the curriculum. 
Yeah, you know I mean, exactly. and, and that's your exactly. that's your business of doing what you're doing, cause but she like it's like she said the words like sometimes it's lucrative out here sometimes for with the business and the flow of the economy and what people is into, cause it depends on how people live and things like that at the same time. But what she's saying, you know what I mean, and it's it's me. It's a it's a lot of different factors, cause the way, like she said it, it cause. It the, like right now, we're about to go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm saying it's it's a weird field. I mean, you have people out here who just look good with no fitness certification, right. who has that thousands of clientele. Right, right, right. You have people out here who got BBLs saying that they drink they drink tea. Yeah, and that's what they got. <laughs> right, sleep. right, right, you right. You know, <laughs> and saying the and tea worked and the tea was dead. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I seen a I seen a meme that said it said bitches bought waist trainers and ain't lose nothing but seventy five dollars. <laughs> yeah, and don't even get me started on those. Those don't work. They're they're terrible for you. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. But like it's oh, it's, it's a weird it's a weird field to be in because nothing is like regulated like i can't say i'm a hairdresser and not actually be one like Mm -hmm. there's people who check on licenses and stuff like that like you can't do that but like a personal trainer if you got your own spot you could be whoever you want to be as far as as far as training goes like and that's why so many people get hurt. Like, I always tell people, if you're looking for a personal trainer, you need to make sure they have insurance. Mm-hmm. That's one thing people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Are they insured if you get hurt? Or is your butt covered? Um, do they know CPR? Right, Is right. there an AED close by? You guys are doing stuff that is going to alter the way you're breathing. Like you said, one of them big joints get the moving a little bit too fast trying to do them jumping jacks. Cause ain't, no, <laughs> ain't no ventilation in that bitch. Right. Because I see motherfuckers like, no. pass out at the Zumba class. Just do it. Like. <laughs> you, guys, you guys laugh, but like this is like. Nah, it's like, real. It's real. Stuff. Some people, it's some real. people, like. They're supp- your trainer is supposed to go through a whole thing with you. Are you yeah. even safe enough to start exercising? Right. Do you need to get cleared by your doctor? Right. Like it, it's it's serious serious stuff, and I feel like uh, a lot of people are just kind of bandwagon with it. Right. You know, and uh, that's another thing that makes it. Um, difficult. I know people who lost weight and all of a sudden they're a personal trainer. They don't have nothing under their name. Yeah. Except for the fact they lost 15 pounds. But now, all of a sudden, but now this is the flip side and I, I get exactly what you're saying but here's the flip side to it. They, I think you, if you lost the weight, you can. I think you can be a personal trainer. You know what I mean? If you can lose it, if you can lose it, you can you can definitely guide somebody and help them. Man. But but see what they're supposed to do is like uh, again, and this is the thing that we don't do. That's what you wanted to do. Don't make don't hustle it and do it the wrong, you know, the illegal way. Get you an ex, get you a certified license and all that, and you know what I mean. Start you a business for real. 
you say that probably because you never read a personal training book. <laughs> there's there's different like there's different ways that people hold their weight. There's energy systems. There's mm-hmm. things that are better for one person, but the next person can't do. There's mm-hmm. health conditions. There's special populations. Just because you lost 15 pounds doesn't mean you can help somebody else but, lose But like you, you also said, too, is different avenues where I can just guide you, whereas people that you do just give exercises they can do. Would you go to a doctor who ain't a doctor? When I go to a doctor, it depends on what type of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this was a yes or no question. Would you go to, nah, a, doctor I wouldn't go to a doctor? No, nah, I wouldn't go to a doctor that's not a doctor. But, right. but now, what, but now, if I seen a nigga that he ripped up and I'm, and I'm interested in getting the muscles and he like, oh, nah, I was upstate. Mm-hmm. I still, I still going to ask him what, what exercises you did upstate. It, I say this part of it. To where it depends on what you're looking for as far as like getting help mm-hmm. health wise. You feel what I'm saying? Cause everybody has a different uh health look or for fitness and fatigue of what they are seeing themselves. But I'm at the same time too, yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. the niggas definitely need to go ahead and get legit. So I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I, I, I'm just saying I, on the listen, flip side, I, I think, the, I think listen, sometimes you don't always... You, you don't, because I say this is where I, I make an argument for both, the where you don't always need to have paperwork at. Because she... It's, uh, the where you could do it self-efficiently and do it out your home by yourself. Like she said, get your own clients. There's plenty of people that did it out here like that. But like she said, is, is, it, is it safely... A, a good way to sit there and teach people to do it like that? No. Because like you said, you can, it's how she said the where you may be teaching something that's working for one person with the curriculum that's not working for everybody. You feel what I'm saying? Right, like, back to what you said about somebody who got ripped from being upstate. <laughs> like, I, like, look, there's you know, nothing wrong be with that, But I'm just saying, yeah. a lot of I see a lot of male trainers trying to train women. Right, and right. And it doesn't work because sometimes men only know how to train men. Right. And only know how to enhance the areas that men are looking to enhance. Like, like I had a friend muscles. tell me she was going to a trainer, mm-hmm. but she realized her shoulders and back were getting really <laughs> And I'm like, that's me. With a male trainer. Right, right, right. You just setting her up to play linebacker. Oh, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, a woman's workout isn't the same as a man's. Like, what we do in Flat Belly Challenge, which yeah. is cardio mixed with strength training um, and volume training, mm-hmm. that type of stuff I would never give a man. So you gotta tell, like you said, you got to teach the women how to power tap out why, here. You gotta have a power go, tap place and squats. This is all you gonna do: power tap and squat. You know See, I, mean? I, thought, I thought on the exercise <laughs> tip, I thought everything was pretty much 
Unisex though. Hell no. No, I what? Mean, I, I know I seen girls bench pressing. Like cause it's just I've like seen you girls said, in the gym. No I seen book, girls cause. in the gym throw up more weight than I can throw. I seen I like, think that's the fuck normal for them to uh, uh, some of them. Some it is, girls is in the into the weights like that though. Cause yeah, listen, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. I'm not saying they can't be. I'm just saying what is what is the goal? Right, right, right. If somebody right. was like Brittany, I aspire to be a power lifter. Right. That's not that's not even my expertise. I wouldn't even take on that client. That's another thing trainers don't do. Some trainers will just have a hundred clients just to say I have a hundred clients. Whether or not you know how to train them for the their goal. Mm-hmm. You like- know, like it's like you saying, Brittany, excuse me not to cut you off. It's like you saying, uh, there were somebody, the person coming to you already has to have a complex within themselves of what they're coming to work out for or what they're even exactly. a, to have a look for. And, and exactly. even and even with going to that trainer, like you said, if that trainer doesn't have the right coaching to even train that person to get that look that they're going for, especially dealing with a woman, cause because women go through that complex cause of of what they looking for within their own bodies because it's not everything like she's saying of what they're looking to work out. You know what I mean? They might just be going to like get a fat ass or get a flat stomach. Some shit that they're damn, like she said, they're damn sure not going for the shoulder workout. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And like, I, spot training is impossible. <laughs> I will tell people if you just want a, a fat butt, there's not a, you don't work out for a fat butt. Uh-huh. You know, you don't work out for, like, when you work out, it's your whole body. That's right. what I'm saying. Your whole body is going to evolve. Right. That's why when people lose weight, they lose weight in their face. They lose weight in their hands. They so lose so weight let me ask you this. There, there's not a specific exercise you can do to enhance your butt? Yes, you can. You can definitely do exercises to enhance your butt, but I'm just saying your, your body, body is a system yeah. and it needs to be balanced. Like if you were to work out just your butt, what about your hips? Yeah. What about the muscles that support your butt? It's like you said, you gonna be big on top and little down on the bottom. You ain't ever seen them big white boys that be having them bodies because be all big on top with the little ass right, legs. You push their ass right the fuck over. Yeah, you, you can knock them right off balance because you just push them clean on over because they all big up top and they got no legs. Right. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's about symmetry balance. and balance yeah. and all of that. And I'm not saying someone who's not certified doesn't know that, but I mean, there's a chance that they don't. <laughs> you know, I see guys working out and, you know, um, you know, there's a different aesthetic. Right. The guys I see who do a bunch of cardio, a bunch of hit exercises, you know, look a lot different than right. the beefhead doing 300-pound bench presses. And that's a part of mental aspect of it, of like you saying, just being that do- that doctor or that uh, personal trainer that you even have to have that connection with with these people that's coming to you. To even make them believe in you, to want you to even help them work on themselves. 
You feel what I'm right. saying? Because you got to reach right. them mentally to even shit get there to be like, man, I'm going to help you get there. Even being, uh, like you say, a life coach, we're bringing that type of aspect to them with the workout. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, man, you can tell, it's like, I keep saying power tap, cause, but power tap's deep, cause, but listen, even with power tap, because you got to be able to get to them mentally to tell them, like, because I can teach you the power tap, and this power tap going to work. You know what I mean? You should the, the great pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Power tap is me, man. This was like, cause you get it's per nah, but personal training. It's like she's saying though to where like it's a it's a level of trust though we're, we're trusting somebody that has a certification and trusting somebody that don't, cause but you can either you can get into it either way. That's why I've made an argument for both cases. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, man. What's your favorite exercise? Um, well, I love cardio. I love to run. Mm. Um, I stay running. What you run about two miles, three miles? <laughs> I ran ten yesterday. Right. He, oh yeah, we working with an expert. He talked about somebody. That's it. That's he talked about a lightweight. Well, uh, fuck. He thinking. Yeah. He, he talk. He, he he think he talking to somebody that just started, huh? Tell him, my lord, you been doing this again. Ten, ten years. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You'll definitely leave me somewhere around mile two and a half. It's it's so funny i actually wanted to break down like not right now but like i wanted to break down the stages of running right because like you, your body goes through different stages as you run and like not to be nasty but it's basically like sex for real mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the whole like the whole thing and and like people ask me that topic came up in my fitness class or in my group that I showed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you ain't explain that right. You said you running. You want me to explain yeah, it? Hell yeah, because I'm like, oh, because I hate running. I like, I love having sex. I hate running. So when you talking about it's like having sex, it's like sex. How? Okay, and this might just be a me thing, but, (laughs) all right, so I like to relate it to the music that I play. So, in the beginning, you have your warm-up, all right? And what's the music you're playing, Bobby Valentino? (laughs) No, so, like, usually for my warm-ups, I play slow music. I usually start off with Janae Aiku. So... Start off with slow music, you know, walk for about five minutes. Then I start to pick up my pace, you know, after like five minutes, I start to pick it up. I'm still listening to slow music, probably for like the first two to three miles. I'm still listening to slow music just because, you know, just getting used to the motion. You out here running to eat the booties like groceries, ain't this some shit? (laughs) I'm getting the motion started, basically. <laughs> getting warm. All right. Then, like, after I get warm, that's when I start to play, like, more upbeat music. But not, like, super hype, because we're not there yet. But, like, you know, you can get a little bit more exciting. So that's when, uh, who did I put on yesterday when I wanted to get a little bit more excited. I put on OJ the Juice Man. 
don't ask. Hey. Um, just to get more started. And then, like, when I was, like, at the peak of my run, like, probably after, like, two, three, you know, of those kind of hype but still kind of chill songs, I get into, like, hyper music, like, the climax of the run, the peak point. So that's when I start throwing on, like, the Cardi B, Megan, Young Dolph. Like, that's when I start putting on that type of stuff. You said that push, 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 push. Right, right. I'm really into it. I'm in my zone, right? And I'll, like, that's when I run the fastest. I'll do that for another three to five miles. Keep in mind, once I hit about four miles, I can't even feel my legs anymore because I'm, like, all the way into my run mentally. Like, I don't even feel nothing after three miles. So I'm, like, into it. This is the time when, like, if we related to sex, this is when you start feeling yourself. And you're like, you know what? I guess I will get on. You know? (laughs) That's when you're in that mode. And I'm you know, on that high for about three to five miles, or, yeah, and then that's when I start to regress, I start to get tired, but, like, I'm physically getting tired, huh? Then you play some Cisco. No, I'm physically (laughs) getting tired, but I don't want to stop, so that's when I start to put on even hyper music, like Meek or something, Dreams and Nightmare. Put oh, on wait a minute. You thought I was That's saying it? Yeah. And I got, I, 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 they know they read it. <laughs> yeah, but that's when, like, when you, you feel like you're about to stop, but you got to play something, you know, so that you keep going, you know? I, I'm pretty sure guys can relate to that part. You got to, you know, keep going. Now you, the way you broke that down, nah, me personally, I'm straight D block or I'll let the I'll let the random go every once in a while, but I do a lot of skipping, but I I pretty much see, like D block or I need some like Yeah, you just made this boy really, get all intrigued about motherfucker having sex with mixed with race and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He couldn't wait to get there that motherfucker was. Nah, he he trying to make his own soundtrack now. Nah, he gotta have his soundtrack one, this shit. She was like running like having sex. I'm like, nigga, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all this part I can relate is that when you catch a cramp in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's a lot of races. They got some of them races because it's called, man, I bet you better get yours before I get mine. You know what I mean? I'm just saying the Quick stages. Sprint. Yeah. The stages of how it should be, not like a five, ten minute type yeah. thing. I'm talking about the type of the climax where you like create the experience like the whole thing not like just the five ten minute type of thing like a whole oh i put rose petals on the floor that's what i'm talking about from like my you said the whole workout not that not that little one mile run the whole workout right, right, yeah right. <laughs> you know right. you got the, the whole 10 miles you can't play one song on this jump exactly mm-hmm. and then even when you're done i don't know i think for me, it just comes from a place of enjoyment, and maybe that's why I could compare the two. But Where's like, it? how you feel afterwards, I swear it, it feels the same. 
I'm definitely with you. I can relate. I, I, I feel you now. Okay. I feel you. <laughs> <A> little freak. Wait <laughs> 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 I tell you what riding the bike does. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Let's go. <laughs> he ready to go. That was my re- next question anyway. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You Pondy River. What you do? What does that bike do to you? Just now, I ride 17 miles in the morning and about 17 at night. Okay, I definitely get it. Like you said, them miles. You get them miles, huh? You put them out. You got that head. What you believe in? Was it the earbuds or you just use the room? Uh, no, you got I, speakers um, in the room or you use earbuds? Yeah, I got, I got the Alexa in the room. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I play, I play whatever depending on my mood. But I definitely feel like workouts have stages, mm-hmm. and that's what I was kind of relate, trying to relate it with. Because sex is supposed to have stages, supposed to have stages. Oh yeah, you're so. about to take this conversation somewhere <laughs> else. You about to get on some Howard Stern with this show. We're about to have a recent conversation. <laughs> 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 I, I'm just saying people don't like to work out so give them people don't like to work out so try to relate it to something that people do like I mm-hmm. feel like you're in both activities you're exerting energy and it's constant energy and mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like the goal in both activities is the same also. It is, it is. It's like you said, just getting there mentally to even know how to uh to connect like that with someone where you even relate into that shit. I know I, I know I know exactly what you talk about. The whole thing about it is like you said, the uh of even being able to get there to explain it to someone to be able to articulate it. It's like Trying to make someone see see to get into something that they don't like if they if you don't know how to explain it to them if they're not into racing you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you have to it's like trying to sit there and tell somebody uh driving a car you feel what I'm saying like Ricky Bobby and shit they mm-hmm. they, they get high off of driving a car and they like you said they have a soundtrack for that of using that same climax activity. So, so basically, what I'm saying is somebody basically had to be able to keep up with you. At the end of the day, cause hold up, what? Yeah, you know I mean, y'all thought I was finished. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo. Yeah. Somebody asked me. It was a guy too. He was like, "Yeah, Britt, I'm not trying to like be inappropriate or anything, but does working out increase your sex drive?" And I was like, "Yeah, it most definitely does." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "See, I knew I was cracking shit lately." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it does, and like I, I tried to relate. Some people I can relate that to. Like the hundred-year-old person I train, I can't, you know. But <laughs> right, right. You never know. Yeah. It's a different mental thing, and that's why I said it's a different mental thing, and especially if even what somebody be pushing for what they're really liking. You know what I mean? Because like you said, it's a it's a climax thing, like you're reaching off of that shit of what you're racing for, shall I say? Mhm. You feel what I'm saying? 
100%. What's your diet like? Um, well, right now I have a coach for this fitness competition. So I'm on this really, really strict diet, like with egg whites and chicken and turkey. That's like the only protein I can have. Um, rice cakes, oatmeal, jasmine rice, broccoli. That's probably the only things I eat right now. When I'm not trying to um, starve myself, I eat, I pretty much eat whatever I want. I just track what I eat so that it stays under a certain amount. And I still do my um, exercise. I exercise about two to three times a day. But you calorie count? Um, for me, it's more so um, like making sure my carbs look right, making sure my sugar looks right. Okay. Um, yeah, the cal- the cold calorie thing, I think it's a good tool for beginners. Mm-hmm. But as you get more into it, you have to realize that it's more than just calories. That's something I'm getting into is, like you said, trying to balance like your sugar and things like that. Because it's like you said, that's a part of health and things a lot of people should pay attention to. Instead of, like you say, always having to go to your doctor to check your sugar count and things like that. Just being able to, uh, uh, being able to how to do your own. Even I don't, I don't like, I ain't into that poking myself and things like that. I don't know how the fuck do they do that now. Yeah, I poking yourself. What are you talking about? Well, like the finger poke like shit. Insulin and stuff. And I was just talking about like a finger poke. They don't do that shit. Like you just get your blood and shit. You can just check your blood like that. You see if your sugar's up. Oh, no. I'm talking about like. You're talking about the beans? Yeah. I'm talking about when I just track. I use the app. And I'll like plug the food in that I ate. And it'll just track the nutrients and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So it'll tell you how much sugar you consumed. I mean, it's an estimate, but I mean, if it's up, it's up, period. Like, if you're eating too much sugar, that app is going to let you know. Definitely, definitely. See, I was getting so, super deep with the blood tap and shit. I was getting super duper deep. Yeah, yeah. I'm on you doing. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> he said, she's checking for the diabetes. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You want to check the blood like Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know some shit they used to give you cuz. And John, they used to poke your fucking finger because it's like some shit they give you cuz to check some shit. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> These motherfuckers be experimenting on motherfuckers sometime with that shit. Oh, this nigga, man. I'm high. Deepest one. Yo, this, Brett, this is the deepest nah, one. Nah, this is what I was trying to ask, though, because it's something I was trying to get into, though, that health shit, because of, of being able to check your little levels of your body, because especially with me, I, ch- I just changed. Uh, hey, Brett, I'm a, I'm a uh, pescatarian, you know what I mean? I've been pescatarian okay. for like a, a good, strong three years now, you know what I mean? But it's a part of, like you said, just just recognizing your balance and finding yourself out here and knowing your levels of where you should be at. You feel what I'm saying? And just, I, I pay attention to my diet a lot now because in my shit, like what I intake will fuck my body up sometimes daily. You know what I mean? And if it be a little bit of shit to where like I eat, like you said, you too mean, much like sugar. Cheat or not? Yeah, if I cheat on my diet because on the slightest shit. 
Cause it it might break me out on anything. Like my face might break out. It'll be like the weirdest shit, but I know it'll just be like, cause oh man, you eating too much sugar right now. Yeah, you know I mean. I salute both of y'all. Y'all some strong. It's dedication to anything. That's all it is. I ain't got too much. That it's important. I, I was gonna cause. say discipline. That's some yeah. strong discipline. That's some strong will. I try. I try as much as you know. I try. I, I try not to. Like I said, I try to keep a balance. You know what I mean? I, I've been addicted to, to steak salads lately. <laughs> but I, I eat a lot of salads, though. The last salad I had was a chicken, a Caesar chicken salad. You know what I mean? I just had a steak, the big, oh my gosh, you read it, thick, oh, Thorn Vitals. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was already out there. I told that you, you might stick, be in trouble that with that. Uh, that was some Flintstone shit, like the joint that tipped the car over, cuz. She gave me the joint that tipped the car over, cuz. Yeah, you I might was, be in trouble with that mac and cheese, cuz. Oh, you think cause I'm in trouble, cuz? I told you. You might be the fucking uh, trouble. I tasted that uh, shit, cuz. Uh, oh, no. See, I told her. See, I told her. Uh, I said, don't be trying to practice. Don't be trying to <laughs> throw that macaroni ask anybody want macaroni. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I, see, I knew it. Oh, I knew it. Man. I knew Shout it. Shout out to Sharita, though. You already. But fit by Brett. Where they can where they can hit you up at one? Um, I got Instagram, fit f i t x Brit b r i t, Lupton, or you know what? I'm fine. That is not mine. <laughs> oh, there's underscores in there. Hold on. <laughs> or you know, I do have two pages, but anyways, it's fit underscore x underscore Brit. Instagram, um. I mean, if they wanted to follow me on Facebook, they could on um, um, Brittany Lupton. But I'm like semi-professional on there, so mm-hmm. sometimes you might get the real you. Shit, yeah, and then sometimes you might get, you know, the real me, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Like you said, to get all the way professional, that might be how I got to be sometimes. Yeah. Yes, balance. Motherfucking Lancaster in the building. (laughs) Before we get up out of here, let me see real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's have a little fun with this one. This is yes or no. Okay. Somebody proposing to they lady at your wedding. Is that a yes or no? No. Don't do that. Don't do it. Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you see, you know, I say shit. Shit, that's shit. Cause this is crazy. Dude, I, I said shit. Know, I ain't gonna back that. you down to where like shit. If you want to do it, and then obviously shit. If you got the nerve enough to stop this shit, shit. Let's see what the fuck she said. Did y'all catch that one on the timelines? What? Bro got married. He doing a TikTok, and then his I guess his homie. I don't even know if it's his homie, I don't know, but dude proposed at his wedding at his wedding reception and shit. So I guess it was fifty fifty, that's dope, and then if it's fifty fifty, that's a no no. Mm-hmm. It's Brett definitely that's like a no no. And I wanted to ask a chick, like you say that's she said she said that fast too, like right. no joke. Like that no. is you know how much money a wedding costs and like a wedding <laughs> is You ain't paying for it? 
What if it's that? Huh? What if it's that nigga Brit that's coming to you like, no, sis, you doing it the wrong. You, it's the wrong you. one. You what marrying if a nigga the wrong to one you at somebody's wedding. Yeah, you marrying the wrong one, but I'm the right one. No, no, he ain't. No, no, he ain't do that. This is what I'm saying. The motherfucker might do. This is what I'm telling the motherfucker oh, to do. Shit, what would you do? What he did? You talking about saying that to the to the bride? Yeah. No. They ain't proposed to the bride. He proposed to another chick. But if the no, cause she like this is my wedding. Don't do that at my at my. This is my shine day. He proposed to another chick though. The boy proposed to another chick, not the bride. He already had a chick, and he's proposing to another yeah, chick. Yeah, no, he already. Yeah, he proposed to I guess his chick. Oh, they at the wedding reception. It. He got a girl at the wedding reception. Yeah, they. You know, and he, he ended up proposing to somebody yeah, else. Yeah, he like the groom's homie. Oh man, that shit ain't about nothing. Like man, yeah, that ain't even interesting. That's why I like shit. Jerry, shit. No, You're this like, is why yeah, I thought. Listen, listen, hell yeah, this with is, that this one. This is why it caught my attention. Though I'm scrolling, and I see that shit. I'm not thinking that it will be a problem. Mm-hmm. But then I, the chick that whoever did them reading the comment, oh, chicks ain't having that shit that they fuck. Not at my wedding, like she said. Even though they ain't even paying for nothing, not at my wedding. And then that's because they don't want the shine to get taken off of them. Exactly. Yeah. One, one, the one day where it was supposed to be about me, mm-hmm. you had to transfer it to you. Definitely. Like, I'm the, I'm the type of person where we're not even going to be friends. Though. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you ain't come here to celebrate. You came here to get your proposal. Right. That dude kind of take off. bring out a whole bunch of stuff from the relationship that I knew she would have did something like that at my wedding. That's why and I ain't want to invite the bitch. Uh-huh. I ain't want to invite the bitch. She old, hot, chasing everybody else's nigga type. <laughs> but the bro of... proposed to him. No, he proposed to the bro. Oh, okay, so, that, okay. So, the, so, all right, so it's your wedding, but it's your, it's your, it's your, your husband's homie. So is you mad at you? Gonna take that out on your husband though, ain't you? Oh, what like Steve? Billy was always trying to be just like you. He couldn't even let you have this one moment. See, I've been (laughs) told you to stop being his friend. See, I was coming from a whole different. I thought you was some Jerry Springer shit. Like, yeah, I nigga thought he came was to crash the wedding. Yeah, that's the shit that I got interested in. Shit, with. like what? Like, uh, that shit that that it's it's like she said though about that shit though, where somebody else coming to your wedding though, trying to do some shit like that though, you all the way out of pocket. The where hold, don't be trying to steal the spot. Like you can do that on your time. <laughs> you can do that on any. Any other day out here, you want to try to come to the wedding and make motherfucking proposals and shit. Like, <laughs> you did that while y'all was watching yeah, coming to America. You could have did that before you even came in this building, bitch. Yeah, I mean, you were, you were letting motherfucker know you like him and shit. Like, what the fuck? Like she said, don't be trying to steal nobody joy like that. I thought you were talking about a, like a wedding crasher type nigga to where it's like, Nigga come to crash the party like, oh, nah, don't motherfucking get married to that nigga. Like, I love you type shit. You know what I mean? That's the type. That's what I thought he would talk about. You feel me, Britt? Toxic, you got changing down. Nah, Britt, you said you don't even want to be put in no shit like that, huh? Not at all. I feel you, though, but what if you was? Look, when I get married, I might have to put it on the flyer. Like, look. 
proposals huh. at all. No hey. proposals at all. If you ain't telling nigga they can't, yo, you gonna be hell. You gotta say, what you gotta tell them? It's on lockdown mode after that now, huh? No proposals. said they waited too late. You don't gotta pay for that, so you just gonna get throwing that out there like the bride gotta pay for that. Yeah, the man, nah, the dude. Or am I missing something? Nah, the, the pay dude, for their own wedding. Cause nowadays? the dude that's coming to marry her, though, that's breaking up the wedding already saying, though, he ain't got the, you ain't got to worry about that money that's being paid on this damn wedding. We don't give a fuck about none of that. We canceling this. I'm yeah. not, Look, like, bitch, I, I love I don't you. Know, I don't know where you heard women don't pay for weddings. I guess that's a myth. That's a myth? Or is that only white people? I thought that was the uh, father's job. Like the... uh, Oh, you know, most of... I was going to say most of them ain't got fathers, but I ain't going to say that. You know... In my case... Who paid for it? I thought the bride and groom paid for it. They the ones that want to get married. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on. You got some married friends? Yeah, I do. Ask them. Go ahead. If they're your friends, that's okay. It's a personal question. Who we'll pay for your wedding? To be honest with you, two of my friends just went to the courthouse and did it. She and don't know my one. This. So I don't. A lot of them are engaged. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's different levels of that getting married joint. Because like you said, a lot of them. Uh, it's it's some women out here that do pay for these weddings. But then you got the different level of it that the man is getting. Uh, hey, what chick pay for their wedding? Show just the one she is. I ain't gonna because it's a lot. I ain't gonna put it past. Any of them ones that's not all extravagant. Listen to me, cuz. listen to me. Any of them Jones that's not all extravagant. Nine times out of ten, women done pay for cuz. What what you mean not extravagant? Man, listen, you, you ain't mean, just listen to see the what they said. You gotta pay for the yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, don't yeah. count, cuz. That don't count. I'm talking about a, I'm talking about a real one. Well, I don't think that's a real wedding, cuz. I ain't saying that. You ain't gonna take away from those people's no, weddings. Not to say they're not wedded, but I mean, we talking about having to foot the bill, so we talking about the big bill. The word, like, what type of wedding they having? You said everybody that. don't have no uh, extravagant weddings out this joint because everybody don't even get married at the uh, church. Right. So even if even if they don't gotta be, you still gotta pay for you gotta pay for the suits and all that shit. If you had man, some of these people don't even need no and all that. I seen you had the airbrush. Yeah. <laughs> This is what I'm saying because it depends on what type of wedding. It depends on what type of wedding people looking at. It's like she just said, you know, how much weddings cost because some of these people go out and spend like cause eighty, ninety thousand dollars on marriages, yeah. my nigga. And you, who you be thinking going to foot this bill, cause? If they white or dead, yeah. <laughs> if it's I, I got acid, nigga. Yeah, you the real like, cause I think you better ask. You got some married friends, nigga. You better ask yeah, them who footed that bill. I got a few. I got a few married. I, 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 some married. I know some good married man. Who footed the bill? Who footed the bill? Cause, yeah, ask them. Guys, who footed the bill? Yeah, ask them. I'm doing research for me. Yeah, you better do some <laughs> shit, cuz. Yeah, it says the average wedding is 33000 Oh, yeah, cuz. That's, that's a new Camry. And that's a little John telling. That's just, nah, that's just your uh regular little church John at St. Paul. 
Look, you ain't even got too much going man, on with this, though. Why the past ain't marrying them for free? Man, what? This is business, <laughs> my boy. This is business. Your flowers cost and everything else up in this joint, Cash. Oh, right. man. Right, you know what? The crazy thing is, I know um, more non-married people. I think that's probably why I never even thought about stuff like that. I thought if the husband and wife, or the, you know, the fiancés, they want to get married, that was their decision. So they oh, yeah, got to get into the, the bill, guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. You can tell me footing the bell, cuz who go to work. Oh, I'm telling you, cuz. You make me want to call my mom right now. Cuz whoever going to work is who footing that bell, cuz. This is why I say, like, people's parents be, be paying that joint some of them times. Like when you talk about the I can white see my people grandma, and the privilege I can see my grandma. I can see my grandma putting something on it, cuz. It depends on the level of the wedding. On the charge. It depends on the level of the wedding, cuz of how, how much the family went out. You know what I mean? For the weapons. I mean, <laughs> both sides of this shit. It be deep, cuz. It be deep. I'm a bastard child. I was in my mom's wedding. Yeah, well, motherfuckers don't be having them Tyler Perry <laughs> weapons and shit, cuz. They don't be having them. Right. You know what I mean? The angels, the angels hanging in there. Yeah, they don't be having them shits, cuz. They be getting married. They usually right down that motherfucking, uh, either church, cuz. Nope. Or now no, that no, courthouse, no, cuz. Somebody might fly to Vegas. got married in, in, my aunt, in my aunt's backyard. See? They put the spread right. out in the you know, and she got one out in Oberlin and shit. Yeah, that's a good they way to do it. That's the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, especially if we ain't working with it like that, oh, then we're like, man, listen. Okay, he put it the bill. Everybody ain't got no third, as you said, especially back in them times where like you ain't had to do all that. And especially the crazy thing about the times of getting married back then and the times of getting married now, a man wasn't expected to even like a man didn't have to do all that shit back what then. What you mean? They had to do all what? As far as spending all that money cause on getting married back then now. Cause you cause some of these weapons just are, are ridiculous, my boy. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Now, I say, and that's what's crazy. Like I said, I know a lot of people marry, and we about to get up, wrap this up, and get up out of here. But I, Definitely. I, I don't, I, I don't really seen too many weddings that was outright like, damn, I know they paid the grip for it. Like, that. man, you better see some of these. Weddings. I seen some, and I see some. I see some. I don't need that's that's a subject I can't even yeah. because I wouldn't even begin to know how to price a wedding dress. I, I know they all. I'm telling you because some of, of these joints go up to like eighty, ninety thousand. Because depending for the, for on the, the dress. Because easily these white marriages, because is easily going to be about eighty, ninety thousand. Nah, I ain't saying for the dress, but the, or just on the wrap up of the whole thing. But like on the uh, some of them dresses, because it's like ten thousand, like eight thousand. Now, if you get to talking, because you, you got to talk levels of prime dresses with these motherfuckers, cuz, and they be talking about they wedding dress, the where it's, it's just like she's saying how some level of women going to take it in there, this the where they're like, this is my day type of shit. They were, nigga, you going all out on this one, man, the where this is what they be expecting of you of this wedding shit. You feel what I'm saying? And there'd be different levels of it as a man. You better stand 10 toes down on this shit. Especially if you ain't got it to break the bank. You know what I mean? Honestly, you motherfucking right. Back in my auntie house, too. Fuck that. Say, what you saying, bro? My fuck. We I definitely. feel like if the man pays for the wedding, 
and he should already know what to expect by the type of woman he's proposing to. You better believe so, it. I mean, you better believe it. If you know your some women, some want, women change when they get that once once that wedding day happens. Some women change. Man, some women be having a motherfucker running after that bullshit ass wet and all they whole fucking relationship and that wet and they never coming. They were a nigga. Ain't nobody chasing that dream with your motherfucking ass. <laughs> like you said, this $80,000 ass wet and what you care. And don't know when they probably went to the big MTV joint bikes, you don't Third come those stupid ass down to just be happy you got somebody laying with you for the day. <laughs> it's like, it's like nah, I'm feeling I'm high. I'm tripping, bro. We in another yeah. area. But we about to get up out of here. Hold on, before we even get up out of here, though, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. So, again, tell them where to hit you up. Fit by Brit. Real, uh, real Facebook, Brittany Lupton. Or uh, Instagram fit underscore x underscore brick. You are right. All right, and one thing I like to do my little last segment before we get up out of here is the quick tip. So throw something a quick tip somebody can apply to their life. You can take it as deep as into your fitness thing. You can take it as lightly as. Get high every day. I think that's what somebody said. <laughs> that might have been the average. <laughs> my advice, my tip is to accept all the positivity that comes your way. If someone gives you a compliment, take the compliment. If somebody says you're good at this, you're good at that, take it. Just accept all the positivity that's presented to you. Definitely, definitely. Tough. That's a dope one. Go ahead, I have original. Mine's on the... weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. I'm, I'm going to come from the uh, Bob Marley school of it and use the flip side of that. The word, uh, also be able to accept the negative shit that come your way too. You know what I mean? The word, don't even take it too personal sometimes. Just take it as something that I mean that... If you even seeing it as a negative, but it can still be used as a positive thing towards you to get the fuck away from it. Yeah, you know I mean, just yeah, you know I mean, understand energy and understand it's two flip sides of everything. The word, even if it's a negative thing towards you, or whatever we are recognizing as something being negative towards us, get it the fuck out away from you, or get it the fuck out your culture. No doubt, no doubt. Alright, and my quick tip for this week is going to be, oh, since we was talking to the big girls, I'm going to say the quick tip, like Brittany said earlier in the joint, love yourself first. So if you don't want to lose weight and you secure with yourself, you know what I mean? Power to you. But y'all ones that's not secure with yourself, get with somebody like Brittany. All it is, is 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 putting a step into it. Once you take that first step, it gets easier every time. This is the Closure Ears Podcast. Brittany, say bye to him. Is Brittany still there? Hello? Say bye to him. Uh, bye. I was here. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Aboriginal. Yo, you already know we out of. And we up out this bitch. Peace.